This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. The following podcast is scheduled for one show. Introducing your host, Dax Xavier Josiah. As you are now listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, we run down the announcements made during the latest PlayStation State of Play showcase. And in our final stage, I review Guardians of the Galaxy for the PlayStation 5 and Nintendo Switch, as well as discuss whether it is worth playing a cloud version of this game or any game on the Nintendo Switch. Find out all this and more as ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select Start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Welcome back to another game-filled episode of Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Desaya. Happy World Heroes Day. This is the day, the premiere of uh, My Hero Academia World Heroes, and which is the reason why you're probably getting this episode early. I got so much going on tonight. Um, the premiere of this movie is coming out today, which is like the first movie to premiere in multiple theaters. Not just select theaters, but multiple theaters. This is like one of the biggest you know uh anime movies to come out and i expect major records coming for this uh for this movie out so i will be going there later on this afternoon i would go in the evening but i am going my wife and i are going to the martin lawrence comedy tour that has you know um throffed us if that is even a word uh, last year when COVID happened and we've been hanging on to this ticket and it looks like now everything is following up and we're going to go and enjoy ourselves tonight. I can't wait. I'm looking very much forward to this. Uh, so we'll be attending that tonight. So, but for now, we got a lot of news to talk about. But before I do that, I want to address the current status of Tumblr for those uh, in the Tumblr community who are listening to the show who are continues to listen to the show on Tumblr. Just letting you know that progress is being made. Um, if you go into our my post right now on Tumblr, and if you go into there, you'll see actually a permalink on above the actual post. And basically, if you click on that, you will be able to listen to the show. So you couldn't do that before. Last time there was nothing there. There was nothing there to show. And all of a sudden, one morning they that's showing up. So I mean, there is progress happening. I don't know to what end what they're doing because they're making a lot of changes on Tumblr right now some of which a lot of people aren't particularly happy about uh i am for one because it took out the actual audio player that makes it easy for all of you guys to listen to the show and anything on tumblr so they're working on it i actually got a email this morning from uh support finally after like almost a week 
Um, but they replied back. They asked for a little bit more details and information and a permalink for them, permalink for them to check out. And um, so I sent the permalink and hopefully it'll get resolved. Hopefully you'll get the full player back and it'll be much easier like it was before to listen to the show. So I'm looking forward to that. But for now, for all you Tumblr guys, you can definitely just click on the permalink above and it'll just transfer you onto another player. It is still connected to my RSS feed and you'll still be able to listen to the show much easier than you did before. Or, and if you're still not convinced of that, you could still go to talktimelive.com or you could download and subscribe in our one of, uh, one of the most popular uh, podcast platforms out there, such as Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Popping, so forth and so on. I'll repeat this at the end, as you all know. And um, you can still listen to the show. And shout out to everybody on Tumblr who still went out of their way to do so by going to these other platforms. It's greatly appreciated. You guys rock. But like I said, hopefully we'll get all this resolved and um, we can get back in the swing of things with the Tumblr community because I really value all of you out there and everybody who listens to the show, making sure that we get, uh, you know, everything that you want from it. So let us talk today's news. This is going to be kind of a short episode due to the fact that one, I'm doing this earlier than normal too, um, because I'm going to the movies later on this afternoon and you know, I got so much going on afterwards. So I'm getting this out of the way right now and let's get down to it because we got some guardians to talk about later on in this episode and we got show uh playstation state of play to talk about which we'll start right now we got the latest showcase for state of play this still hasn't like as this didn't provide the meat and potatoes that the last one did this is more like the dainty dessert if you will it was like a 13 minute video on youtube that was sliced down to 15 minutes because the first 15 minutes was just a graphic you know wait uh, waiting uh screen you know for the show to begin like i don't understand why they did it that way but it is what it is um they had a few bits of information the information wasn't that extravagant but it was just updates on information some things i were i was interested in some things i just was not so this was kind of a lukewarm showcase at best but it's not to say that the inf- some of the information that was on air wasn't suffice so Let's start with, uh, I'll mention a few, I mentioned the, the announcements, but also, um, put my insight on certain games that I felt I was interested in as well. So, um, they did talk about the little devil inside and, you know, gave us some more information on that and now that was announced in June, uh, 2020. And, uh, it's still coming. They, there is no dates to be announced yet. It's just providing a little bit of glimpse of, what you could do like cooking hunting combat stuff like that and um unfortunately you didn't get a release date with that so that was kind of a waste then we get um the game that i feel like which to me i i i don't know i mean to each his own but you come out with a game like bug snack uh which is coming out with a new expansion pack a free update which is called the isle of big snacks it's Dom is deemed as one of the weirdest games ever. I can possibly believe that, but I don't care how weird it is. The graphics to me on a big platform like the PlayStation 5 or even the PlayStation 4 should not, should, you know, should be satisfactory. This game looks like the graphics of this game to me looks like it was created 
during the PlayStation 3 or 2 era. And I don't know, man. It just it, it boggles me. I hope this is a free game, period. Because I would not be paying for a game that looks like this. It looks like the storyboard. It, it looks like, like actual storyboard animation or animatronic animation that you'd use for a movie. When like Pixar uses a, you know, certain movie um, storyboard, uh, animated storyboard. That's what this, this is what this looks like. But you're playing it as a game. So um, this is coming soon, uh, early next year to be exact. And, um, you know, it'll be a free update to those who are actually playing it. So to each his own. Speaking of to each his own, Five Nights and Freddy Security Breach launches later this year. Um, I this game, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna I'm call it. I'm too much of a bitch to play this game. This game looks creepy as hell. I'm not about to be creeped out by stuffed animal or toy animals that look like my dog will play with and come to life and you know try to you know kill me. <laughs> thing just looks creepy as hell but to that respect i know there's a uh, fan base for it it does look awesome in that respect but they just looked majorly creepy so uh you know to each his own they got that's coming uh no uh, december 16th and they showed a new trailer it does look great i just you know the, the animatronic look and with the with the great graphics and resolution just it it, it 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 creeps me out man so one of the other games that i was actually interested in was the and probably only, i believe one of the only one of the only games that was like a new um announcement that came from this was star ocean the divine force which has been announced which has been announced for the playstation 4 and playstation 5 and it is expected to launch in 2022 this is based on the the cult classic dreamcast game of the same name star ocean and it will be an action role-playing game that looks like it has a bit of it borrows from monster hunter a bit as well so it's like it to me it just looks like a a better monster hunter game <laughs> to me uh but along with that these um the graphics looks great the um the the character design looks awesome and it might be something I want to keep my eye on as well. I uh, definitely want to check this out down the line. See a little bit more from what this is going to provide in here. So uh, I will see. We'll check that out. Death's Door comes to PlayStation next month. Um, it's uh, another great indie hit um, that is launching and it does look awesome. I am looking forward to that. It's launching uh, on a PlayStation 5 November 23rd. And the PlayStation 4, I should add. So um, it looks pretty cool. It's really, like, I like the art style. And um, it, 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 it kind of plays a little bit off of Breath of the Wild slightly. But the textures and everything and, and the lighting and the effects are a little bit different. But the art style in itself kind of has that artsy type of vibe that you would kind of see in Breath of the Wild slightly in there. Death's, Deathverse is another new game today announcing. Um, it's made by Gun Ho and Grasshopper Manufacturer. The, uh, yes, that is, in fact, um, Soda 51 behind this. And Gung Ho is teaming up together to play this free-to-play game. And, you know, here's the thing. This is basically a more deadlier version of um, Fortnite. 
Well, the vibe I get from this even dates back to the Dreamcast era again. Back when a Capcom game based on our beloved comic book, Spawn, came out. And I don't know if a lot of you who owned a Dreamcast may or may not remember that game, but this is one of the original, you know, Battle Royale games, like the pioneering Battle Royale games. I, don't, I swear to goodness, I don't remember seeing a Battle Royale fighter back in like that since. And I think that game helped you know, spearhead a whole bunch of other uh, arena-based Battle Royale games like it. But the one thing I loved about Spawn was that one, it was a single player experience and it, they treated it like a fighting game where you could you know, choose to play as different characters in the game, like Spawn or uh, other characters. You could play the Vindicator or Violator as well in there and they had all their own abilities and such and you go to stage to stage and by the end each character if you beat with each character you get an ending almost like you would in a fighting game still one of my favorite you know dreamcast games ever on the top list of my favorite dreamcast games ever and devverse kind of gives you that vibe it it, it really does um so i, it, I it's a free-to-play game it's made by grass uh grasshopper manufacturer which means you will have a hint of killer seven and 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 uh no more heroes vibe to it i wouldn't be surprised if travis touchdown may make an appearance in here or some form or fashion because because grasshopper manufacturers is in on it so i don't know i, I don't believe i really don't believe I, I can't answer that for real but like i don't believe no more heroes is a nintendo exclusive to that end i don't know because i'd never seen travis touchdown in any other games other than nintendo so it's possible but i know for a fact that like grasshopper manufacturer has also brought in you know other games into no more heroes especially no more heroes 3 uh when they brought in the mech from daemon x machina and so it's possible because there there's a connection to that as well I wouldn't be surprised if we would see Travis Touchdown make his first PlayStation appearance or free-to-play appearance in this game. So we'll see. One of the biggest things that I took out of this because I'm a fighting game fan was more information on King of Fighters. Um, in fact, now they also they not only revealed the new main boss of this, which <laughs> kind of near and dear to my heart here because of the name that they gave her but she's a black female. She is uh, apparently the final boss of this of the new game. And uh, very interestingly, they call her Dolores. Why I'm so warmed about that? Because that's the name of my late mother. <laughs> so they have this uh, the character looks really badass. They call her Dolores and she looks very powerful and badass in here as well. So, um, looking forward to that but king of fighters um what is this 16 yeah it's 15 yeah king of fighters 15 has a release date now it is officially coming february 17 2020 they will also have an open beta coming november 19th to the 22nd for the east coast uh, what is pacific uh coast um region well, actually, here's the rundown. Um, for here's the other thing too I wanted to mention too when it comes to King of Fighters 15, and it looks like something that they're unfortunately not changing, and that's the fact that um, when they showed the actual trailer 
of Dolores, she was speaking Japanese. This is a woman of color speaking Japanese, which is awesome that, you know, I guess we have to believe that she's multilingual, which is fine. But that also means that it means more or less that, that they're not going to have an English cast on here, especially when they do the story mode which is unfortunate, but it's not a, it's not totally a deal breaker, especially for fighting games, but it would have been awesome to have an English cast with that as well. And, and it's not exactly finished, so we don't know, but chances are SNK, I, I always get the scent of budget cutting with this company when they do certain, depend, based on what they do sometimes. Um, so a, a lot of it could be based on their budget and their ability to, you know, afford, uh, you know, English talent to, to that extent. So, you know, you got to cut, you got to cut corners to make things happen sometimes, but they are, uh, premiering an open beta, uh, beta for everybody. So, um, the Pacific standard time will be November 19th to November 22nd, central Eastern time and Japanese standard time will be November 20th to the 22nd. So we're, um, Pacific standard time is getting a chance to play it a day early from there. So, uh, again, I am a King of Fighters fan. I've been for the longest time. I am looking forward to it. I just hope that they evolve the series more than just making it and transitioning it over to 3D because we need so much more from this game now. Like, I look, 14, King of Fighters 14 was good, but it was like, it was the same thing just on, under a different, you know, fake coat of paint same thing goes for samurai showdown we need snk to come out with a lavish experience creating a fighting game experience that we are accustomed to nowadays yet we see you know from almost every capcom bad dynamico nether realm all have evolved there's well bad dynamico also kind of you know they didn't give soul caliber the, pre the presentation it deserved, in my opinion. I think that that game should have gotten a much better story mode in that game, but that's a whole nother thing. But they gave Tekken 7 everything, <laughs> deservedly so. And this is gonna be the last game that they ever you know, made for that system, for the, um, for that saga. So they went out with a bang with that. And I, I, I do appreciate it. I also, again, appreciated that they not only just gave us English you know, voice cast, but each character from a different nationality spoke their actual language and i thought that was still to this day that was to me is awesome so it, it was pretty cool they also um premiered uh on a showcase ofk which looks awesome it's kind of it's a very character driven progress um it allows you to control the fate of a band trying to make it it also lets you create music videos from their uh L, from their ep collection and their music collection and stuff it's really cool it's really cool um a lot of there's a lot of awesome things in it too and you know i, I think this was the one that we saw and and what was that um in the big show uh state of play where the band was there and they um the lead singer had a shirt that said um black trans life matter which i thought was really awesome in a sense because there, you know messages are being put in you know shown in these games and expressions being told and like yo let it happen <laughs> just just go with the vibe it's not hurting anybody i dig it i'm all for it but the game in itself looks really really cool uh really really cool 
and you'll be invested in the band members careers love lives and and much more it's, it's really it's kind of a you playing a drama it's, it's like basically you're playing a game that plays like a cw tv drama that's <laughs> in that sense so that's coming out and then first class trouble is this was very interesting um this was like a 3d mimic of among us which allows you to do a little bit more than well a lot more than among us this is good this is um this is definitely i got among us vibes but the contrast between the two comes in the form of a 3d based environment 3d a whole 3d model stage and, and models and characters and such and then uh, added to that you will also have the ability to create your own avatar character in the game so that is coming to playstation plus you know i i, I dig this and i like the fact that they are doing something that is similar but different from this but at the end of the day sometimes it burns me because if you create something that is new and special and then everybody else wants to start to you know jump on a bandwagon i i'm usually not a fan i'm like can y'all just be original because now we're going to see probably so many different among us games out in the next few years it's not going to be funny um I, you know it's happened all the time that you know when you have a you have a certain brand that is kind of spearheaded something new you'll get a whole bunch of second um like mimics out there it happens remember when the power rangers first came out and then we saw all these other super sentai uh shows that came out prior to uh, you know midst of the popularity and common rider came out and then we saw all these other ones it, or pokemon for instance pokemon became a huge hit and then we see all these other pokemon you know um you know copies copycats out there stuff like that I, to me it's just like if you're really going to do it be extremely different but to first class trouble credit they are doing so much with this game and adding so much flair to this game that they could get a pass on this it looks very interesting yeah you know pretty much i hope that it works out for them in any case but it's coming to the playstation plus uh very soon so that was pretty much all of the you know information all of the news that came out here again it, it was it wasn't bad it wasn't as bad as it would have been prior to like because they've had some state of play presentations um before that just it's like okay this i'm not excited about any of this stuff there was some interesting news that came out of it so it wasn't totally bad here and we finally got a release date for king of fighters so i'm happy with that so nonetheless last thing i want to talk about before we uh, move on to the final stage is that i did pick up super robot wars 30 i am currently playing it yes it is in english no i don't know if it's going to come out into the states and there is a big chance that it may never come out to the states and reason being because i got common writer memory uh, memory of heroes that was also english and it came out last year and guess what we have not seen the light of day of that uh awesome awesome game so if you really want to play this game right now you're gonna have to get it imported you know if you want to get it for the switch you have to get it imported or you're gonna have to play it on the steam which means you're going to sit your ass up on the, on the desk and and play the game there i'm not usually a big fan of that i like to i like it right in front of my tv or i like it on handheld mode on a place on a switch so thank you bandai namco for 
putting an English version out for the Japanese version. And thank you, Nintendo, for making your console region free. That is all I'm going to say about that. But I will be uh, reviewing that next uh, week and uh, getting down thoroughly. But for now, I got to go to nowhere. And we're going to take a break right now because I'm going to the final stage. And when I do, I am going to review Guardians of the Galaxy, Square Enix, Eidos Montreal. Did they make a banger? Did they save us from the interesting ride that we went through with Marvel uh, Avengers? We'll find out right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTomLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTomLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! we have reached the final stage of this program and i'm here to review guardians of the galaxy the game for the playstation 4 playstation 5 xbox series x xbox one and the nintendo switch they have a cloud edition we'll talk about that because i actually got that game and i know i said a while back that i was not going to get this game because i didn't find myself liking to play a cloud version of every aspect and we're going to talk about that where i i decided to go out of my way and get it anyway courtesy of square enix and which they provided something for the fans to play this game and it's going to have its pros and it's going to have its cons in there and we're going to talk about that but the discussion and the question asked is it worth buying on the nintendo switch so we'll talk about that but let's just get down to the nature of the game and the presentation of the game and overall of both games for this point Eidos Montreal and Square Enix put together a very solid third person action shooter with a decision based system very familiar to that of games uh, played by Telltale these the developers who created The Walking Dead and Guardians of the Galaxy themselves as well as Batman and a whole bunch of other decision based uh, games out there this has an action element to it this is kind of the way i wanted to play a telltale game to be honest but i love the telltale games because of their decision-based you know uh formats i just there are sometimes i wanted to have a little bit more action to it well square enix in Eidos montreal gave us that you know the guys who brought us tomb raider uh provided us something really awesome here and i i enjoyed this game immensely um my biggest worry from this game was whether this was going to be another follow-up, you know, day one follow-up like Marvel Avengers was, where there's going to be a lot of glitches and bugs. And in fact, it was not. It, it, I was, I was very relieved to play this game 
and enjoy this game without any glitches, bugs, or any of those situations. And in, I dare I say both versions that I played. Um, I was I was very happy that these guys, first of all, kept it quiet because nobody knew this game was coming until it was announced a few uh, a while back that this that this game was coming out for uh, all consoles, and I was absolutely amazed that they even thought about doing a game for, based on guardians of the galaxy much like i was when james gunn and marvel studios announced that they were doing a movie based on guardians of the galaxy and i was like holy crap this is actually happening um there was no buzz about this they they had none and i think the reason being possibly is because they didn't want to jinx themselves like crystal dynamics did with marvel avengers and we saw what happened with that and you know this gave them a chance i believe this gave them a chance to get some breathing room to develop this game and to not be discouraged by social media and all this stuff and i think their strategy was phenomenal because out of it we got this game and this game is absolutely awesome this unique gameplay combined with a rich storytelling from the universe known as marvel ends up with a fluid out of this world of gaming experience that we wanted to see from marvel avengers so let's go down to pros and cons here because there's a lot of pros to this game virtually more like 99% more pros to this i'm telling you now if you haven't brought this game yet i'm about to tell you why you should why i should suggest i don't want to influence anybody but i want to give them an idea of why i love this game so the pros for me in my experience great combat system you play primarily as star lord but you also have control of each guardian as well to support you in certain situations it's a very interesting and intricate type of battle system or combat system whereas and almost like a rpg type of system it's an action-based rpg type of vibe whereas like when you want to you get support from one of the guard the other guardians like say drax and you want him to do something to another character from afar you just hit the um the shoulder button the left shoulder button and you aim it you click on drax you pick whatever you know attack that you want drax to use and he will use it for them it's a great way to strategize your game plan while fighting against other hordes of people and bosses as well it's really cool um great skills and team up leveling up system that they have here too the, uh, that gains you more powerful abilities for star lord any other guardian so like as you gradually grow and level up you can add on other abilities some really awesome powerful abilities as well um by the end of the game you will develop a fourth there are three there are four different skills that each guardian has but the fourth one is possibly your most powerful skill like um like and you get those you get those unlocked close to the end whereas the other ones you have to you know level up and get those so quill at the end he gets a shield around him making him vulnerable and invincible for a few bits to get to be able to get rid of certain enemies um use that strategically because you'd only have that for a shorter amount of time you can gradually you know upgrade that to make to last for the uh, for a longer duration um you got rocket who busts out this insanely huge amount of uh, amount of arsenal from his back and just blast everybody away gamora just takes out everybody and gramora style drax just runs everybody over and um you know and so and so does groot 
like you have all these abilities to activate at any time it's awesome yeah speaking of awesome team up sequences that uh happens when you hit the triangle and circle button when you take down a mid boss or major um boss at a certain time at a certain level of his gauge um for the nintendo switch is the x and the a button same button sc uh, control scheme uh that you work for the play it it is very similar just different you know different uh names for them then you have the huddle up uh, mode which i like but it can be kind of campy and corny every once in a while but it's still awesome to have so the huddle up mode is when you gauge you reach your gauge to a certain level and you fill up your uh, team gauge and when you're in a dire situation that you're about to die or whatever like that you hit the two shoulder buttons together and you literally huddle up the uh the team and you have to pick the most inspirational thing to hype up to encourage the team to fight you know harder to get through and what it will do is that it'll it'll give you like uh quill shield it'll give you uh a vulnerability and keep your energy up and you can keep using you know all your weapons and everything and all your attacks you know without losing you know time on them because once you use the once you use the actual attack it's a time it's a time system where like you got to wait till the time fills back up for you to use it i can give you a, a comparison to what this game is neo the world ends with you this plays if you, a little bit on that if you played that game it kind of plays a little bit on that except the difference is neo the world ends with you you just each character is representing one attack and one button whereas you play as peter quill as the main character here and he has an arsenal of um a melee attack he also has his own um special attacks as well and then he has special attacks to other characters from that uh, nature too so it's the the combat system is deeper than it is on uh neo the world ends with you but there's some similarities to that as well in terms of uh controlling multiple characters at once to strategy to create a strategy uh battle uh sequence so but the uh the huddle up system it's it's funny but it gets kind of old and, and, and corny after a while but it's still it it works uh it's more it's more positive than negative in this case um the dialogue is just hilarious they captured the dialogue greatly with you know if you watch the movie and or the animated series you know what to expect and they really did a good job capturing the mcu style you know dialogue and camaraderie that the guardian that we're accustomed to, uh, for the guardians to have in there so I, I like that i really really like that um the story was just outstanding with some major and i'm not going to spoil this i mean like the the appearances in easter eggs in this game related to the you know um people and elements of the marvel universe is so big i refuse to spoil this because you need to be surprised and at awe and shock in particular one of the biggest cosmic characters in the marvel universe i'm just leaving it at that it keeps like there's 16 chapters in this in this story and each episode blows you away by something that gets revealed or announced or mentioned or it just you know appears out of nowhere and you're gonna love the story <laughs> especially if you're a marvel comics fan of the cosmic um era you know there are a lot of people who love the cosmic uh portion of the uh, marvel universe they really cater to you 
uh, to you people in here. I mean, really, really did. So, um, and I mentioned the decision-based system in here, which I absolutely love because it keeps you on edge every single time. If you played any Telltale uh, game, you know that the decisions that you make can really change what you do and how it affects you in different ways. So it had me on edge wondering if I made the right decisions for each team. Now take note, because I actually have been playing both the PlayStation 5 and the Nintendo Switch version, I decided to choose different paths with each version of them. So if I, in other words, if I can see what happens on, if I decide to do something on the PlayStation 5 version, I would go to the Switch version and get to that same error and do the actual, the actual opposite to see what happens from there. And the results lead, has led to some interesting plot changing scenes based on the path that uh, you take Quill. The story behind Quill's guns also in the, in the game is awesome because it's something that has never been, um, you know, focused on, I believe in the game or, or I'm sorry, in the animated series or the movie. Like in the movie, it's just he got the, he has the guns and animated series. I don't I haven't watched all of the um, Guardians of the Galaxy animated series that Disney came out with. But um, I, I didn't believe that they were focused on it. And I don't read the comics, so I don't believe it was focused there, too. But in the game, his guns play a big factor in the connection to his father and his mother in the game. It was it was really deep. And speaking of his mom, I loved his mom in the uh, series. Uh I love the 80s hairstyle. I love the whole thing. At the beginning of the game, I will say this. At the beginning of the game, it's awesome because you're in Quill's room and he's a kid. And you see a lot of nostalgic things in there that reminds you of when you were a kid and you were rather collecting comics or listening to music or stuff like that. And they did a great job investing like 80s people, 80s kids like me into this nostalgic type of experience. And I love... The great thing about the story of this game, and this is what I was talking about when I was talking, when I was um, reviewing Dune last week, was Dune lacked any investment of their characters. Like to me, every character was in the same tone. I, I didn't, it didn't grab me at all. The, the, the movie did not move me at all. I couldn't get invested in any of the characters because they didn't really show any personality. They barely showed any personality in the game here. Each character in this game, which feels like a movie, which actually feels like, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, <laughs> in a sense. I each character I'm invested in, I am, you know, deeply invested in. I enjoy they stand out. Um, each one has their own backstory that you are in that you're more into. It, it's just like that's the type of storytelling and writing that we need. So it, I, I feel justified by saying that Dune was it lacked a lot of personality in there. Like everybody was in the same mood. Everybody was in the same tone. It didn't like just and it, it's sad because it had some great actors in there, but they didn't stand out. They all were in the same the same monotone, you know, expression. And, and it just didn't work. Guardians of the Galaxy. This one was awesome. Now, granted. It, yes, it has comedy and all the stuff in there too. And they had they they had their comedic moments, but they also had their drama moments too. They had their really there's some there's some moments in the story where it's gonna be emotional. It's gonna get you emotionally 
you know, attached to things that are going on in the story, much like it does in a movie. You know, like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 made everybody cry. That Yondu death, come on, that made people cry. Like, I cannot watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And I tried. I think I watched that movie so many times now. And every time it gets to the Yondu funeral, the, ra the, um, the, the Ravenger funeral, I can't. That's great storytelling. Dune, that was paint drying. <laughs> okay, I'm saying that's just me. And it actually, truth be told, I found out it wasn't just me. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, this this the storytelling here was just absolutely great. Um, and the mysterious leads to Quill having the ability to morph these guns and to his uh will it is it's like giving him extra abilities as well in the game so i like where this is going i like where it led to it's just it just this game was just i was not expecting this game to be this damn good like this is the story of this game matches up like i like all the story like we so far we had um this generation we had marvel ultimate alliance we had um marvel avengers we had spider-man and spider-man miles morales honestly right now in terms of story if i want to rank story spider-man still gets my number one spider-man miles morales gets number two guardians of the galaxy makes three marvel ultimate alliance makes four and um and and, and marvel avengers makes five it it, it just, just from a story and, and all of them were great but i think i enjoyed with so much of what they did with this like they were able to take so many liberties from the marvel universe with guardians of the galaxy i i mean it's just taking I, I my only wish is that it does connect to rather spider-man or any of them because you know i just i it really needs to <laughs> i would love to see this just it's just fantastic um but speaking of the story it did an, an incredible cast um that doesn't make you second guess the portrayals of your favorite characters despite the fact that not being who we want them to be these guys did a tremendous job uh it's some compelling moments that they made some uh great dramatic moments especially gamora oh that that look because i like i said because i went two different directions in the game i got to see some great awesome performances and in his and moments in there um it, again it gets you invested in the main not only just gets you invested in the main story but also the backstories of each character also want to take note although i love these character portrayals and i love um you know the voice of star lord john mclaren his voice and portrayal of star lord in this game sounds an awful lot like aew wrestler chris jericho I swear to it looks it, it really is like I know he grafted his face to look just like him, like Star Lord, but gave him hair and all this stuff. But his voice sounds uncanny to Chris Jericho. Like I I swear to goodness, at any time he could bust out and sing Judas. It just made me think like I think Jericho possibly could have pulled off being the voice of Star Lord if they really wanted to. But they went with this guy. This guy, I mean, he sounds uncanny to Chris Jericho. It really does. I want to also note too that this variant of the Guardians show us that uh, the relationship between Peter and Gamora is more platonic than romantic. 
uh, this time around, possibly because of the story itself, which, you know, based on his um, relationship with a Cree uh, Nova Corps, you know, um, cop in here, I guess. Yeah, they're cops. They, they consider them cops in here. But a Nova Corps member, one of the premier Nova Corps members of the group that he had an experience with, and I won't spoil the story, but this plays along with the story in there. But I, it was really interesting to see this different variant variation of Peter and Gamora's relationship because they were more like play brother and sister almost. There was no sense of attraction in this version at all. And I was okay with that. I was okay because it didn't have to be. And that's the other thing. It, it didn't have to. Uh, there was a lot of it. There was a lot of it that played like the movie, but there were some things that kind of differentiates itself from the movie too. And I really, I didn't mind that at all. I like that. And also like that a certain other character also recognized this is their version because they get deep into the cosmic and multiverse of things in this. And again, I'm just going to stop there for you. Fantastic graphics for both the play of uh, the PS5 and the Switch Cloud Edition. I will say that and I'll speak more on that in a minute. Um, and, and as far as the Switch Cloud Edition, but the DualSense controller, once again, plays a major or I, I want to say major, but it plays a great factor when playing on a PS5 because it brings you deeper to the experience with the rumbling at the right times when you're, you know, firing off Peter Quill's gun and then you fire off the charge, the recharge discharge and you can feel the the buttons you know uh resist in there so i like that um it, speaking of the ps5 of course you're going to get rapid loading time here and most of all we got new game plus which i mentioned last week and they announced prior to the game's release um this uh, this provided uh this uh is it's this has been provided to allow you to um go back to each chapter and gain skills and unlockable items that were missed out in the beginning. Speaking of unlockable items, they have a great set of outfits to unlock for each character throughout the game. And no, you do not have to pay any extra DLC for it. This is the other beauty of part of this game is that this is a single player experience. There is no multiplayer online experience, whatever, at least not right now. And I pray that they don't just leave it alone because once you add internet or access to it, that's when things get tricky. We saw what happened. We saw, we keep seeing what happens with Marvel uh, Avengers. It took them this long to make that a solid game. But the first impression of that, because they were just, they were trying to be slick and make it all internet based and trying to, you know, grab us, grab it for what it's worth and, and make it a money grab. Montreal, Edo's Montreal decided to go the total other direction, make this a offline experience for the place for the console versions at least for the new gen and current gen powerhouses at least by making it an offline single player experience and it worked it absolutely worked i love what they did with this but the outfits that they have is awesome because throughout the that you get throughout the game you got to find them old school pretty much and the costumes and out or outfits are based on some of mem some memorable comic book events in the Guardians of the Galaxy series. So I, I really enjoyed what they did here. Um, the only con that I have for the actual game itself is the soundtrack. While it consists of some of the greatest hits of the 80s, and I love every one of the songs on air, 
for some reason it didn't gel completely with me or with anybody like it did volume one and volume two soundtrack on the, in the movie the songs that james gunn picked out were songs that made sense to the story but a story of both movies and fit the mood at that very moment like playing i remember one of my favorite songs from volume two was uh fleetwood max the the chain which they used um they used like during they used twice in that movie and they, one of the times was um during peter quill's uh battle with his father ego and it led to an awesome 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 uh moment adding that soundtrack to it there was also other um songs too there were the scene rocket um taking out the ravagers and um and and them being chased by the i forgot the name of the race of uh gold character adam warlock's uh you know race or whatever like that they were being chased and they played um i forgot what song that was but it regardless it all fit it all fit the format of what they were actually doing so it this one it was just like it, it i felt like the songs were just there like especially because when you play huddle up mode it just randomly plays songs like out of the blue they played nowhere no no um don't worry be happy and it just like did it really work for this moment in some cases it didn't in some cases it did and then in other cases i'm like okay you pick this song from culture club I think there's way more culture club songs that would have been better than this um you know wham wake me up before you go go is fine um everybody rules the world i did love that they put that on there because i thought that made sense um there were some that were really really good but there's some that were just good but i felt like it just didn't fit to the format of it but it is what it is it, i mean it could be worse it could be songs that we don't like so so i mean overall but that that i mean pretty much that's the only kind of have for the game itself now let's talk about the nintendo switch cloud edition and my thoughts today as i mentioned square enix provided nintendo owners with the uh, opportunity to play guardians of the galaxy without having to sacrifice the graphic and processing integrity played on more powerful systems at least that's what i thought this is the first of many cloud-based video games uh, to come out but the question is and the question ask is it worth it so here are my pros and cons to playing this the pros while not perfect guardians of the galaxy plays really well on the nintendo switch provided that you have a very strong wi-fi bandwidth or ethernet connection for the nintendo switch in particular the oled uh as far as visuals it looks stunning on the on the switch i'm playing the oled right now i haven't i'm not i'm no longer using my original one so i don't know what it looks like on the original um that is retired uh, at this point so um it manages to capture most of the detail seen in the 1080 and 4k versions that you would see on the playstation pro or the or the playstation 5 or xbox uh series x or whatnot pretty much captures it at all it's really impressive I will give it that uh even in handheld mode it looks incredible uh it just looks stunning in there so i got why they did it because like I, here's the thing if they were able to if they put it on the nintendo switch and apparently they could have they probably would have had to sacrifice a little bit uh 
of the graphic integrity much like you know mortal kombat kind of did but the frame rate would could still be great and i wouldn't have any problem with that i get that it's the nintendo switch and i get that it doesn't it's not going to be as powerful but long as it plays still well and it doesn't glitch up and there's no interruptions or anything i am good with that i am great with that that is fine with me i love mortal kombat 11 on the nintendo switch regardless of the fact that i'm not getting the graphic you know upgrade and quality of the playstation 5 or even the 4 i don't care i know that i am playing a fluidly frame rate uh fighter out of this game and i'm having just as much fun as i would playing the uh ps5 version so i i really didn't care about that but they apparently did for some reason and as a result we have a cloud version that we're playing via a cloud in in server and not too happy about that but we'll talk about that in a minute um despite all of that the controls are fluid and very responsive on um as the playstation 5 version or other versions with no glitches bugs or audio syncing issues so i mean there is a plus to that I found it just as entertaining uh, on a Switch as I did on a PlayStation 5 with only a few limitations and concerns. But let's talk about those concerns right now with our cons. With this being online reliant, that means that you have limitations to this game, such as the inability to play on the go. Once, unless your car has, you know, uh, Wi-Fi ability and, and take note, we have a car, we got a my wife has a 2019 Toyota uh, RAV4 with internet capabilities and Wi-Fi capabilities. That Wi-Fi sucks in there. So if you if you're trying to play this game on that on the go, it is not going to work to your favor. Like you got to have a a router, a really good router in your system in order for that to work. Um, or in it, and if you're home, you got to have a really strong internet uh, internet. Um, connection with strong bandwidth if you don't you're not going to enjoy this game as well as you should luckily i do have two i was at two different places mine and another place this week when i played the game and they're both extremely well powerful connect bandwidth connections so i didn't have any trouble with that but it's not to say you won't it's not to say that like internet goes down you know in your neighborhood uh and it gets shut down that you will not be able to play the game. You can play all other offline games, but you will not be able to play Guardians of the Galaxy. If the internet was out in my neighborhood and I'm trying to review this game, I would be asked out because I wouldn't be able to play it on a Nintendo Switch. And if I only had a Nintendo Switch game to play and not the PlayStation 5 or other consoles, I'd be asked out. But I would end up having to play the game on a PlayStation 5 instead because regardless of it being you know regardless of the internet being out the game still plays offline because it's digitally downloaded the data is being sent here and on the nintendo switch you're relying on a server to entertain to you know to entertain your gameplay experience i don't like that i never like that i never ever like that it, it just it, it irks me to no end and basically this is nothing more than remote play that you play on playstation this is exactly remote play. This is me playing on a PS Vita or on my iPad or whatever like that. And just hoping that the internet connection is gonna be strong enough to play these rapidly huge uh, graphic games on my platform. Well, here's the reality of it. 
even to this day, the Nintendo, I mean, not the Nintendo, the internet is not perfect by any stretch. The internet does not provide a fluid experience as much as we want to, and is probably as much, not as much as other countries for that matter. Um, which is still daunting. I remember um, President Obama went to other like third world countries where he found out that the internet connection is way more stronger than us here. And supposedly the richest country in the world or the most powerful country, whatever. So it, it just don't, it, 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 it boggles me that we're so reliant on this. I hate this idea and I hate that. I hate what he even more that we as gamers and consumers keep allowing them to do this and think that we don't have any power in doing it if we can make sonic look better on a movie you mean to tell me we can't make this happen and tell them to stop making these damn online reliance server based games no <laughs> you know if their server goes down you will not be able to play this game that you paid to own you technically paid you technically really you paid a lot of money to, to to enjoy this game as many times as you want to. The last thing you want to have to experience is disruption from connections or whatever like that to happen during the gameplay. That's my beef here. If the company decides to shut down, shut the uh, server down permanently, regardless of whether you paid a full amount of money for it, that means you your ability to ever play this game again is gone. Okay, that to me, it, it, it burns me. Also, what burns me is not being able to put the game on sleep mode while I'm playing, because if you do, the game will reboot and start uh, in the start menu. So you can't even do that like you can on, a, on other consoles. Uh, I, I put it on sleep mode on a PlayStation 5. Watch something else, do something else, come back. Picked up where I left off right there. So. And the reason why that's so important to me is because like if I'm in the middle of a process of something, I could save it, but I could, you know, also saving it will send me back to the other area. And if I'm too deep waiting to get to that other save, um, auto save point, I gotta, I gotta keep at it. Whereas I could just put it on sleep mode, pause it, put it on sleep mode. And so I won't drain my battery and then come back to it, but it won't allow me to do that because it's server based it won't stay on air for long because it's relying on a whole bunch of other connections and everything going on. So that part to me is a negative as well. Um, the game, even with strong bandwidth can get overwhelmed with the connection uh, with the result. No, this only happened one time, but there was a part in the game where there was a big battle going on and all these light effects and everything was happening and it started creating a glitch and then all of a sudden an error message came up saying that the game was congested or overwhelmed and all the stuff and it decided that it needed to reset itself that's a problem that's a major major problem that's something that wouldn't happen had this been a digital download this would not have happened so that to me is a major negative as well loading time is it's pretty much normal. It's what you would expect on a PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. Uh, so it's normal loading time. It's it's standard time, not any longer, not any faster. I could deal with that. That's not that big of a deal. 
the frame rate isn't as smooth despite the fact of all that the frame rate is not as smooth because it's like working in 30 frames per second i'm pretty sure if i go on to put it in uh, tv in a dock uh, docking station and play it on my tv the frames probably will go up maybe to 60 i'm not sure but i don't play on i don't use it to play on tv uh at all so it, it's i mean it's not to say that it's not good it's still like i said the controls and in the, the, the combat system and the gameplay is very responsive it's just it doesn't the animation the frame rate and animation doesn't flow as greatly as it does on a, of course a playstation 5 which is on 4k and um the frame rate is in 60 and up and beyond and whatnot so the other thing because this is on a cloud based server you don't get the same rumble pack features that you would on the other game consoles that takes it away too and the biggest thing to me which is the biggest thing to me that which is killing me is that the actual game itself on the playstation 5 the size of this game is 30.10 gigs big which is really not that big it is absolutely i know i got games that are way bigger than that which begs the question why was this not able to be a normal data download like other switch games that are just as large in there like i mentioned mortal kombat mortal kombat on a nintendo switch is 32.4 gigs big making it bigger than guardians of the galaxy and plays tremendously on the on the system granted that it doesn't provide the graphic power of the current and new game consoles I'd still prefer uh, that with a full understanding of why I, you know, the game is the way it is. As long as I'm still enjoying the game, that's fine. I, I don't care about that. And then last but not least, the price. The cloud edition is roughly about like $59.99, which to me is a bit much considering the circumstances that I just mentioned of you not having full ownership and the lack of abilities that other current and new uh, gens games uh, have for you. I would have preferred that they at least dilute the price to at least $20 less, making it like $39.99 because you don't really own the game and you really can't enjoy the game as great as the, as the other game. So for them to charge a normal 60 bucks for this game and they even still don't provide you any more, that's, that's a little bit unfair because you're not getting you're not going to give they're not going to give us everything that the other consoles you know would have whether it be file downloaded or physical version that they provide you're just not but you get to play the game for 60 bucks and unlike the other ones you have a higher risk of not being able to play this game under certain circumstances so that's my cons for that but overall despite having their contrast differences both versions of guardians of the galaxy will give you the best of what you expect from marvel Eidos montreal provided a the day one game experience that we wanted back when crystal dynamics gave us marvel avengers in comparison this game far outdoes that game outdoes that game i should say by doing everything that one did not provided us a great single player only experience not providing any loot crate systems not making this game online multiplayer um, reliant and most of all not telling us that this game was coming out until this game was very close to finish 
well, which was possibly the, the best strategy that any game developing company has ever done in this stage. Because with everything that we had with, with the Marvel Avengers game and the cyberpunk um, game, Mont Edo's Montreal was like, look, we're keeping this quiet. We're getting this done. And as a result, this may be one of the best Marvel games to come out since um, the Spider-Man games. Bar none. This, in terms of story, in terms of gameplay, innovative gameplay, and, and, and just, you know, the direction just absolutely awesome so if i'm gonna grade the playstation 5 playstation 5 i'm giving a solid a um i want to give it an a plus i really do i really probably should because honestly i am giving it a, i'm officially giving it an a plus um because it, it because day one from the time i played it to now had no trouble with it it got and, and i'm comparing it to marvel avengers because they're both square enix games um, despite the fact they had different developers, they got the same publishers under their umbrella. Um, but from the very start, I had, it didn't disrupt, uh, my whole experience. It didn't glitch. It didn't bug. It didn't crash. It didn't anything. Everything was great about this game pair. So I'm going to grant us an A plus here. It, it, it absolutely deserves it. The performances, everything about it. Just absolutely awesome. Whereas the switch cloud edition, as much as I want to give it the same, the the cons of this game and, and the the insecurities that I have for its cloud-based server-based system leads me to be desired. And it is unfortunate because otherwise the game is just as great, but I just can't get past the idea of the server-based deal. Plus on top of that, they charge you that amount of money for it. So overall, I'm gonna give that one a B. Uh, and it's unfortunate and it probably would get a higher grade. It deserves possibly a higher grade, but I would have loved to have given that had I not, if, even if this game was 50 gigs big, I would have probably understood that. But this game is not even as big as a lot of the game. Like it's not even nowhere near as big as the games that is on, uh, the places right now. I got a couple games that are like 30 gigs big or even more on a, on a Nintendo switch. So I don't, I don't buy it at all. So it is what it is, but I give that a B, but it is still playable. I would say, I would suggest, I do enjoy playing it on Nintendo Switch, but play at your own risk. If you want to play this game, I would, I would recommend getting it on the PlayStation 4 or the Xbox um, One or the Series S or X or PlayStation 5. I wouldn't necessarily recommend getting it on here yet. I would wait till they lower the price on the Switch before getting it because I don't I don't think that you're getting your money's worth getting this cloud version and I, 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 I I'm really interested in seeing how these cloud-based games are going to be happening I hope this is not going to be the beginning of something that is going to take over the entire industry because I don't need it I, I would be fairly upset if they start making cloud-based only games and take note I'm pretty sure that the Google Stadia is not making enough, making that type of money. Okay. I look, I get it. It's easier to produce. It's probably better, but I like owning my own games. I love having my own files in, 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 a, in a hard drive or even physical copies, whatever. Like I, I'd rather do it that way. I'd rather go back to physical than to go to cloud base. That's just me. That is my, that is my 
honest honest opinion about that but nonetheless the game is absolutely worth playing and is possibly and trust me if you are aching for a chance to finally watch guardians of the galaxy and just mad that we are not going to get it till god knows how long this game will fill the gap this game will absolutely fill the gap till the uh till volume three arrives in theaters i'm just leaving it at that because honestly considering what's happening in the game it almost feels like guardians of the galaxy volume three i'll just put it at that so folks that will do it for this edition of select start again thank you all for your support thank you to the tumblr community who are finding their ways to listen to the show and you know keep the support going and again as of right now you can listen on tumblr not uh, not as like you could before but the permalink is up top you could just click on that permalink and you will be able to listen to the show and uh you know it's slightly back but it looks like they're getting better so let's hope that it gets back to that situation again uh sooner more than later in there so again uh next week i'm going to be reviewing super robot wars i believe this is my third import uh game that i'm going to be reviewing so i'm looking forward to checking that out because that game is a deep real-time strategy based on some of our favorite anime mech uh series out there so this is a crossover series that has been time honored for years dating back to the uh believe the super nintendo era the super famicom era as well so i'm looking forward to finally getting my hands on this in an english version at best this sunday i mentioned uh my hero academia world hero mission which i am going to see later on today i will be back on sunday for the prime show to review that looking forward to that and the following week marvel eternals will be arriving as well so we're gonna finally see what these guys have again this is like guardians of the galaxy where it's like first of all i didn't know they were gonna go that far to really make a movie based on the eternals and uh will this work we'll see it depends it it, it looks like it's gonna be good I, i'm not really aching for it or excitement other than the fact that selma hayek is, in, is now in the marvel cinematic universe and i'll just leave it at that Selma Hayek is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I couldn't be happier um, for a lot of reasons. So I am uh, I am looking for to, to see where that movie how it progresses to the to phase four of everything. So we'll see there. So stay tuned for that. And uh, this Sunday too, I will talk about they finally um, Disney Plus finally brought in the assembled episode with the behind the scenes of Marvel's uh, Marvel's What If. So we're going to talk about my thoughts on that as well. But for now, you can check out this show and every show, of course, on TalkTimeLive.com. All of our content is there from the show itself, audio-wise. You got the video exclusives, by the way. Speaking of which, the My Hero Academia World Heroes cast is there. And you can check out a clip of the interview I did with the core cast that will be in the movie, uh, which you can find on our media page as well. If you want to subscribe and download... You could go to Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Audible, to, uh, Pandora, Pocket Cast, and of course, Tumblr. Now you can get back and click on the permalink for now and hit it there. And hopefully the player will actually be back up in full progress from there. So thank you again for all your support, guys. Uh, that'll do it for me. On behalf of myself, this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying learn to let go. Live life and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I 
am out of here. Take care and I'll talk to you guys Sunday. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.